Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Generation on a Mission. I am literally so excited about this episode because we are taking it back to my roots. Yes, that's right. The roots of my very first episode, which seems like so far away, but it really wasn't that long ago. So we're taking it back. But I personally have been doing some soul searching over the past couple weeks, you know, just trying to find my purpose as a human and as a mom. And God just spoke to me. I was sitting there typing out my business plans, going over who I serve and what I do as a kingdom builder and trying to map out my life as a work at home mom and I was feeling all kinds of stumped at first (laughs) and have you ever had this thought like figuring out life is so hard when you feel like your wheels are spinning and you're not getting anywhere you just go back and forth with your visions of parenthood or you know just like life in general and what you actually accomplished in your day-to-day life as a mom and sometimes you're left wondering is this really it (laughs) am I really doing my mission work am I serving in the best way that I'm supposed to serve am I really being the best I can be for my kids? And am I really being the best that I can be as a daughter of Christ? And the answer to that last one is absolutely not. So I had all these questions in the back of my mind and I was trying to relate it all together and trying to tie in serving in the best way I can as a mom and serving God's kingdom and the world in the best way possible at the same time. And this is where I had this pivotal moment that I'm going to share with you in today's episode. We are talking about something so profound that will hopefully just light you up and inspire you to be the best mama you can be for your kids. We are talking about a mindset shift that we can all use as mamas and we are diving into how to really tap into how to teach your kids to make the world a better place and become the world changers they were meant to be. Amen to that. Am I right? Are you ready mama friend? Because I am so excited to do it. Let's go. Hey there mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. All right, so back to this pivotal moment. I was thinking, you know, here I am focusing on giving you tips on how to get your kids to listen, and all of those are great and everything, but I'm still missing something. Parenting is not just about getting our kids to listen. It's about raising them to be good humans. And again, right, Michelle? Part of being a good human is uh, knowing how to listen and being respectful to those around us. Yes, absolutely. But here I am constantly reminding my three-year-old that I see him working hard at listening and that I appreciate him doing what he's told and, you know, telling him that this is what it looks like to make a responsible, respectful choice. And oh yeah, let's try not to hit your brother along the way. How about we work on that every once in a while too, you know? But something is still missing. Yes, kindness is great. Being a good human is great, but there's a whole world out there that I'm not serving to the best of my ability. And here's why. I'm going to tell you, I am constantly praying, Lord, show me where to serve. Show me how to serve. Lord, help me be a model for my boys in leading them into a life of serving and loving you. But here's the thing, Michelle, what are you doing to show them that you're living a life of service or living a life of loving God? I'm going to break it down for you. I am a work in progress. I have friends who know what it means to love Christ and serve and pray in a way that's so inspiring. They are always calm, cool, collected, and faithful beyond belief and wake up every morning with a grateful, happy heart and they just strive 
strive to live their best life knowing their roles in life. They have Jesus at the forefront of literally everything they do. And that's not me. That's not me at all. To be honest, I have to constantly remind myself to stop and give moments up to God. I have to constantly ask God to be at the forefront of all I do and remind myself to do that. And that is a struggle sometimes for me to remember. I was raised in church, yes. And I went to church on every Sunday, but I just left it there. I didn't really get much out of it. I mean, I even attended a private school where I learned about Jesus and I was taught right from wrong. And I mean, my mama made me write essays when I was mean to my sister and nothing else was apparent working. I had discipline and I knew Jesus, but I wasn't living a life of Jesus for Jesus. Now, I'm definitely not knocking my parents at all because they are great, wonderful, caring, amazing human beings and parents. And I think I was raised all right. But my reason for sharing this with you is that this whole loving and serving and being obedient to Jesus is a new concept to me. And do you know why that is? My kids. My kids are why I want to continue to be a better Christian. It's not enough to simply say we go to church, we love Jesus, we tie and we sponsor a boy in Africa. Although yes, that is serving God. I want my kids to love and know Jesus and shine his light, which is so easy for kids to do because they have this innocence about them and they don't know about the world around them yet. And they just soak in everything that you tell them. They have this desire to learn about Jesus and learn how to be good humans. And it's time that I use their faith, their childlike faith and their overall desire to laugh and have fun and help others to inspire me to be a better human. Why are we learning more from our kids? I don't know. (laughs) And that's where our mindset change is. And you know, I pray over my kids every night that they follow God's path and that they lead others to Christ. But is there any validity in that if I don't model that same behavior? How am I, Michelle Schaff, leading others to Christ? How am I showing that I am making the world a better place? I'm a work at home mom. How am I doing that? It's tough to do, you know? Am I showing God's love and shining his light for all to see? Not always. It's so important to remember that parenting is just this. It is a chance to rebrand yourself, to work past your flaws, to work through your flaws, and to try to be a human being that is better every single day. You want your kids to be the best versions of themselves, but you can't accomplish that until you keep trying to be the best version of yourself every single day. And that's profound. You can't expect them to never mess up if you don't ever mess up yourself. And I don't know about you, but I mess up. We all mess up. You know, I model apologizing, which is a great first step. I pray about serving, which is a great first step. I haven't found the time to serve. I pray about modeling the right behaviors, and then I fail at keeping it together sometimes. I'm a work in progress, and sometimes a grumpy work in progress when I haven't had my coffee yet. (laughs) You know, I know you can relate to that. And sometimes I get mad at my kids because I realize that I'm not being the best version of myself to them because I'm tired and they're just being kids. They aren't their best if I'm not my best. And that is such an important thing to remember. So what is parenting if it's not aspiring to be a better human for our kids and modeling the behaviors we want them to emulate? It's not just about speaking kindly. It's not just about following directions. It's not just about teaching them right for wrong. It's about leaving the world better than when they got here. I don't know if you've ever read the book Nice Bike by Mark Scherenbrock, but it is a good one. A quick read, super inspiring about going out of your way, even if it's just a small step to make a difference in people's lives by living a life of modeling what it means to make the world a better place. And I think the biggest question I need to ask myself every day is, am I modeling that mentality for my kids? 
know, yelling, using manners, holding doors, positive self-talk, a growth mindset. Am I achieving that for myself every single day or trying my best to do that? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Again, I am a work in progress. I'm selfish at times and other times I'm selfless. I want my kids to see my selfless side all the time, not just when it's convenient for me. I act out of haste sometimes. I want my kids to see me think before I speak all the time. I need to better myself in that regard if I want my kids to do the same. I want them to hear me speaking kindly of and to others despite whether or not we agree or get along. One, because kids pick up on literally everything adults say and they will repeat it even when you least expect it. (laughs) And two, because I want them to know that's how we show God's love. And sometimes I talk a big talk when it comes to living out my faith, especially when it comes to keeping it and remaining hopeful when times are tough, which is what I'm currently going through right now. It's so much harder to walk the walk. But if our kids see us give up when it gets hard, that's what they're going to do. You know, we lead that mentality for our kids. So if I want my kids to leave the world a better place than when they got here, then I need to step up my game and do the same thing. I need to look for ways to make the world a better place than when I found it. So how do we do that? How do we teach our kids to show God's love and shine his light? How do we define what that means for them? You know, I actually thought about this in the Target parking lot, you know, where every mom's best moments happen. You know what I'm saying? There was actually trash on the ground and typically I'm all for picking up some litter, but there's got to be a line somewhere, right? Well, yes, but hello, Michelle, someone's got to pick it up. Someone has to. It's not my job to pick it up, but it's also not other people's jobs to litter, right? (laughs) We have to make sure we don't litter. So my three-year-old was all like, mama, we need to pick up that trash. And again, I don't understand why are we not more inspired by our kids more often? And I'm just going to go on another little tangent here, but this is important. Oftentimes, we are the ones who alter their views of life. We are the ones that teach them to either ignore trash on the ground or only pick it up sometimes or pick it up every time. We are the ones who teach them whether or not it's okay to give to people on the side of the road. We are the ones who teach them to see people whose hands are full and hold open the doors for them and we do that through modeling we don't just say hey you should go open the door no we have to model that ourselves we are the ones who teach them that we are too busy to give up our time to help someone or we can carve out time to make sure that we help someone who needs it our kids don't know any differently than to do what they see us do why are we not setting better examples for our kids (sighs) okay anyway now that that tangent's over i rebutted the whole comment about picking up trash with an excuse which I thought was good at the time. There wasn't a trash can around. How can I pick up a trash if I don't have a trash can around? And it was a mask, which is, yes, um, super gross. I'm not picking up a dirty mask, right? So I was thinking, you know what? There wasn't a trash bag, but why on earth do I not keep plastic bags in my car for the times when we want to pick up trash in the parking lot and there isn't a trash can around? Why can't I do that? I don't know. And then I can actually say, yeah, buddy, you know what? That would be the right thing to do. Let's carry a trash bag in our car for the times we can't find a trash can and we want to leave the world a better place, a cleaner place for our animals. But we can do that. Let's do that. Absolutely. Okay. So what about the fact that it's gross? Hey, I can solve that problem too. What do I say to that? Let's get some disposable gloves for the times we see trash that we are perfectly capable of picking up. And that way our hands stay sanitary. I think that's a great idea. And again, if you still think it's gross, I get it. But there still might be ways that we can teach our kids to solve that problem as well. We just have to talk about it with our little ones. You know what? There are dirty masks on the side of the road. How can we make that stop? How can we prevent that? What can we do about it? So what if our kids say, 
hey mom we should pick up this trash on the highway yeah you know that's a good point we don't <laughs> we don't want to have a three-year-old or any kids picking up trash on the side of the highway because that's not safe but we can say to that you know what buddy yeah I think that's a really awesome idea that you see we can make a difference by picking up all the trash that's on the side of the road and it's not right that it's there and we're not old enough now to pick it up on the side of the highway yet but that's a great way to serve when you're older so how about we look around our neighborhood and see if we can pick up some trash there because that's a bit safer hey you know maybe we can even brainstorm ways that we can teach others that it's wrong to litter that'd be so cool and that'd be making the world a better place so even if you can't do something right then and there you don't want to pick up a dirty mask off the side of the road figure out something you can do to teach your kids to make the world a better place and actually do it put it into action so they see you serving and how just amazing is that when they feel like they possess that power to make a difference in the world and be a world changer. So another example, when it comes to giving to people on the side of the road, even if they don't need it, we don't know if they need it or not, but I'd rather give to 10 people knowing that I changed one person's life that day than not giving to any at all. So we can still serve them. You know, you could tell your kids, eh, someone else will give money to them or we don't even know if they really need it or even we don't have any money on us right now to give, which is fine, but we can also keep saying, you know what, right now we don't, but that's not stopping us from giving again soon. So I had this thought, well, why not keep snack bags in our cars for when we see people on the side of the road and give that to them if money is an issue at the time or if you aren't sure they need money or not. People can always eat, right? We can still find ways to teach our kids to be generous even if it's not through money. We can teach them how to have a generous heart in other ways, but we need to do that first. And that's my point here. You see, we can be problem solvers and people who leave the world a better place than when we got here, but it's up to us to teach our kids how to do it and follow through with doing it ourselves, which can be hard to remember to do, especially when we're all busy moms, you know? So maybe you're not sure how to serve. Just look around. Like again, I have to continually remind myself of this. Instead of focusing on just getting my grocery shopping done in and out, I need to ask myself, how can I serve God and shine his light while I'm grocery shopping? How can I model how to be a good human at the store? Instead of just focusing on my own groceries, I can ask my kids, you know, we're fortunate enough to afford all these groceries. Do you think we can buy some food for someone else who may not have enough money to buy some right now? What should we get them? Let's think about that. How can we serve someone in this moment? We can go the extra step to teach our kids about kindness. I can look for a cart in the parking lot and make time to put it back in the corral. It's as simple as that. Or it's even just greeting the person behind you in line anything. If my eyes are just on the prize of getting in and out, perhaps I can leave a post-it note on my dashboard to remind me to be intentional about going into the store and finding some way to spread God's love at the store. We just have to make a little bit of time and think about it, right? We have to be intentional about it. We can also talk about how to serve as a family. Even though your little ones may not understand when they are really young, the more they see you helping others and living a life of service, the more they will begin to do the same as they get older. How can we spread joy to others? How can we be the light in someone's life? Let's be courageous, mama, and teach our kids to do the same. Let's lead a life of which we are proud for our kids. And let's be an inspiration to them when it comes to making the world a better place. Woo! So this week, Let's challenge ourselves to look at our busy, overworked lives and see how we can model shining God's light for our kids by taking even the simplest of tasks and using it to serve others. Whether it's even just driving in the car and noticing a piece of trash on the side of the road and coming up with an idea of how to make the world a better place and spread the importance of not littering. Simple as that. And then follow through with it. So I want you to try to take advantage of those moments when your little one says, Mama, we should dot, dot, dot. Don't reply with an excuse not to. See if you can get creative and respond with, you know what? 
I love your initiative. That is a great idea. Let's do something about it. Let's be that change and make our world a better place. You have that in your hands, mama, and you have your kids who want to do that. Just remember that and take advantage of that. And don't let your mindset of, well, I'm not going to make a difference anyway, or, well, I don't know what to do about it, stop you. Because you can make a difference, and we can make a difference, and we can teach our kids to do the same, but we have to be courageous. And how can the thought of that not light you up? I don't know. But I am curious to know, though, I'd love to be inspired by you, mama friend. What are some ways that you teach your kids to serve and how do you model shining God's light for your kids? I'd love for you to share that out with me. If you want to email me at generationonamission at gmail.com or comment on this blog post or send me a message on Instagram, whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you about how you look for ways to love and serve the world and make the world a better place and just be a follower of Jesus. I'd love to hear. So this week, I pray so many blessings over you and your little ones. And I just hope you have a fantastic week. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. The Lord, your God, goes with you. Brian 31.6. I can't get out. <laughs> when your kid asks to record something and he pulls out a Bible verse and your heart just kind of melts and then he gets stuck on your lap because you record in a closet that's what you get and then you get a bunch of giggles so I thought I'd share in hopes that it would make your day as much as it made mine have a blessed week I will see you later real quick before you go if today's episode made you laugh learn or love your littles a little more please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.